Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You ever put some weed under your nuts to sneak in the club, and then once you get in there, you got all the homies smoking nut weed? Oh, fuck. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and we smoking. I'm here with Slump Success. Hey. Matter of fact. And? SGPY. How you guys doing? I'm good. good. Yeah. We're already blowing your mind? Yeah, this is crazy. (laughs) It is. We just kind of been like talking normally about stuff, and then we just keep seeing his eyes light up little bit by little bit. This is insane. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 17. 17. So you're still new in the game. It's you know? his birthday. Is it seriously? Yeah, yeah he just turned no. 18. Should we do it? Oh, yeah. Happy He's birthday nine. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Wayne. Wayne. Wayne? I'm not Wayne. Oh, Wayne. Well, happy <laughs> birthday to you. <laughs> this is why when people are going to bring their homie on camera, they got to tell me to fucking look them up, too, so I won't be coming in blind. Yeah, for sure. He's goaded. Trust yeah? Me. Oh, you're goaded? He's yeah. not. Oh, okay. That's lit. Um, Bob, man, how's it, how's it going? How, what, what are you doing out here in L.A.? Um, just recording. Okay. Working on shit. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely. Simple stuff. You still live in Rochester, though? Yeah. Okay. So go to school and stuff. Tell, oh, yeah, right, right, right. Tell me a little bit about growing up in Rochester. Because I'm from the East Coast, so I know about Rochester, unlike so, most people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty normal. Like, it's nothing too crazy. Like, there's, of course, like, the the low parts, and there's the high parts of Rochester. Yes. Um, there are good-ass parts of Rochester. Yeah. Bad. I say I was in like the dead middle. Oh it, yeah. Like I had, I was living with both my parents for a while. Um, I would say probably until I was like ten. Okay. And then uh, I started just living with my mom. Um, and I still w- live with her now. Well, so. your dad just dipped out. Nah, he's still around. Okay. Um, they just ended up splitting, but he stayed. He he still like we we talk all the time. Um, but yeah, like. Um, after like fifth grade, I think I started living with my mom uh-huh. and, um, nothing really changed. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, like I wasn't in the trenches. Like, oh, I couldn't eat certain days. Like I, I just lived, like I went to school and like, right. And just did like normal kid stuff. Were you uh rap obsessed at that point? Um, I wouldn't say rap obsessed. I feel like that like was like later on in life, like. When I was like around thirteen is when I started like getting into like rap because right. when I was when I would be around my dad, he would play like Lil Wayne and shit like that. Okay. So that's what kinda like sparked my interest in like rap music. Right. Is Lil Wayne old school rap to you? No. That was a yes for the record. D- to <laughs> for me, like, I don't know, because I used to listen to like Biggie and shit. Oh, okay. Well, that's and that's cool. like kind of older that's old school. than All right. We, we, yeah, and it hurts to say that because I was like, you know, fourteen, thirteen when Biggie died. But realistically, nowadays that that fits yeah. in the old school box for sure. For sure, but yeah, Lil Wayne plays like a really big role in like the whole music thing because his like remix mixtapes mm. that he used to put out were like all I listened to f- since I was like 
18. He set like the prototype for like so many rappers to come after him because he recorded five million fucking songs. He dressed crazy as fuck. He had all the fa- crazy face tattoos, drinking lean, all this shit that like he just put the whole puzzle together and like he doesn't get enough credit for how many rappers he these days are kind of following that blueprint. The rapper NPC, the <laughs> default rapper NPC. I like but that. But he's a goat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But okay, what, what, Going past Lil Wayne, though, you started getting attracted to the underground shit or the SoundCloud rap um, type wave? Or? I mean, like, that that was probably around, like, 14 or 15. And that was, it first started with Uzi. Mm. All of my friends in, like, school and stuff used to listen to Uzi a lot. I noticed and, you still got Uzi bars just yeah, randomly. Uzi's a goat. Like, it's Uzi's, true. like, actually a goat. Right. Like, but... Yeah, it started with Uzi, and then when I got into, like, SoundCloud, because that's basically where I got all my music from, um, then I discovered who X was and Ski through I'm Dante. Mm. Um, wow, so you were watching YouTubers before you were watching? Yeah, uh, I was watching this. Oh, really? Wow, okay. What the fuck? This, like... Dante is a goat, though. Uh, yeah, for sure. All, like, Berlizzi, Your Rage, like, mm. all of them, like... All of them, I used to just, like, watch music-related shit because it was, like, all I... Like, I did, like, sports, like, soccer and basketball, but I knew I wasn't going to go, like, pro in that shit. Like All that shit, all those YouTube channels and this one shit are all, like, training for your life. Like, if you want to be in the music game and if you were to just watch every fucking interview I ever did, you would pick up on so much shit you need to know. Man, I watch interview after interview after performance after performance just picking up shit Mm. and, like, learning from... What other people do. That's dope. Mm. Like you're actually taking advantage of no, the power yeah, of the definitely. internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, that's cool to hear. What, what was it that stood out to you about X when you first saw him? Um, Just like how he didn't care about like his image. Like he just did what he like wanted to do. And people say they live that lifestyle like, oh, I do what I want to do. And like I'm my own boss. Mm. But to a certain extent they're lying because like there there is point in times where you have to like stop and hold yourself back because you don't want to jeopardize something else he didn't care like he was doing whatever he thought was right in that moment right and it was just like so like refreshing i guess because everybody else is so like fabricated and stuff right like all the normal things that rappers do to make money and shit like he just didn't give a fuck i remember right before he died like the last time i talked to him he told me like bro i'm going to russia i'm about to do a show for five hundred thousand. And I remember thinking, like, oh, shit, he's actually doing something for money for once. Because he never mentioned, like, I'm doing this and I'm going to make Bro, this amount of money. Like, he like, never said anything like that. He, he, I could get into so <coughs> much as to why he's, like, my number one. But, mm. like, R.I.P. him, um, Ski Mask, uh, it was such an honor meeting him. And, like, for him to, like, tell me about his experiences with him was crazy. When did you meet him? I met him at Summer Smash. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what, what was that like? Like It was it, crazy. How, how much did you fan out? Oh, yeah. me. It was me <laughs> and my friend Santana, and right. we were, we met him, and it was just, like, crazy because I'm pretty sure, like, he knew, like, one of our songs, like, mm. the song that, like, really blew us up. Yeah, he's tapped in. Yeah, and it was just, like, what the fuck? Because, like, he, like, him and X were, like, gods gods yeah. like so to meet him and for him to like semi even acknowledge the fact that like we're rappers we like it was like crazy because it's like that's like one of my idols right and um after that day uh he gave me his number we exchanged numbers and he had hit me and he basically just like told us he well at summer smash he was basically telling us about how like he's happy that there's two young people that are like trying to put on the same like message as him and x and to hear that from him was like crazy well when you think about what they were doing and you think about what you're doing Mm -hmm. like do you see the direct similarity because style wise you guys are quite yeah especially because he like pointed it out it was Mm -hmm. just like yeah i can see it and but like of course it's gonna be hard to live up to like such a high legacy like x is but i 
I'm happy that it's being like acknowledged, I guess. I mean, when you think about what makes them unique in a lot of ways, one of the main things that stands out to me is that X was someone who, while he was huge, was not scared to go be yeah. off the internet. That's what I'm and saying. He's yeah. gone for a couple months. You would not see shit. And Ski Mask is even worse with that yeah. shit because he did put out an album, I think, last year. But I mean, you just don't see him for like a fucking year, mm -hmm. you know? He just he doesn't seem no, concerned bro. with being a traditional rapper who always wants the, the face shit out that there. Scheme S is working on is crazy. You heard on release. I've, I've been well, I've been hearing like little snippets here and there, but mm -hmm. like when I he still got it, like yeah. no thing he don't. He still got it. Definitely. Sure. I feel like he's never really gave the people what they wanted in a way like he'll give them some dope songs and stuff that he's never hit them over the head with like a 20 song project he never really let the people get sick of him where yeah they've always just been wanting more i mean i'll never get sick of bro he's gonna <laughs> always be in my top five both of them for sure forever so you started making music around that time or yeah it was around like sixth seventh grade i like started to try to record on like garage band and shit on my phone mm. um and then I had, I had tried, I've been doing that for like a year. And then I finally got like, an, like, it wasn't a lot. It was like a hundred, like genuine people that would like tune into my music. And from there, um, I had met the, um, Sofago. Yeah. And so he had like a group at the time and they had all, um, like told me you should try getting FL. Like you should try and get a laptop or a computer. And you met him online. Yeah, right. through Instagram. Okay. Um, and then I had originally asked my mom for a computer, and she was like, "No, you're gonna get like a virus." <laughs> <laughs> what a, what I don't, a way to I don't your know kids what she was down. like trying to get at. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Did she not know that much about computers? No. So that probably yeah. Yeah, but honestly, my mom would say shit like that all the time. When I was a kid, you were just getting viruses. But yeah, right like it was just like boom. No, like. Yeah. But after like a couple months of trying to like convince her to give me a computer, she just basically like let me have her computer that she had already, mm. and I was just like, all right, it's a computer, fuck it. Right. So I had got like FL, and I just started like trying shit like my friends sent me like a couple of things to like get me started but really all it was was just like me trying shit out mm. and wanting to do it like looking up youtube videos finding out how to do certain stuff that i wanted to learn how to do right um and then yeah i've been i, I still record myself now um and i'm a junior right now so that'll like five years were you just literally coming home from school every day and just going to work yeah like it, every moment that I you mean, had it was literally like every every like free time i had i never really did like homework and shit so i would just come home and like after basketball or soccer practice just come home and start like trying shit right and you were just figuring it out were you watching like tutorials and shit mm -hmm. on youtube trying to figure yeah. out the right way to do shit i mean i would find out how to do it to a certain point and then i would just say fuck it i don't feel like listening to this guy's directions and figure it out myself <laughs> right yeah that's and basically how like a lot of the stuff went so you're just making like a shitload of songs and just like each one just keeps getting better little by little at, yeah at first it was a lot like i feel like i used to record a lot more back then than now mm. because i take a lot of a lot more time with everything but back then it was just like learning stuff and then going with it right like, like you can kind of take it for granted that your very early shit is gonna not be that good so you're just trying to yeah. get past that stage yeah of it not i already that good. knew like people would tell me my shit was ass and i was just like oh well, i'm gonna try and get better right like, it never really affected me to the point that like i wanted to stop or something from the beginning though did you did you very much want to go in like a somewhat experimental direction in the sense I feel like you are always kind of pushing at the edges of, of possibilities? I mean, I started listening to Uzi. So off rip, that's like experimental. So yeah. like from me really all only knowing people like Lil Wayne and Uzi, who are both like big innovators in like rap music, um, that kind of gave me like a head start because um i already like knew how to like mess around with like different like flows and mm -hmm. melodies and stuff like that so from like an early point in my career i was always good at like coming up with new shit right i feel like you're part of a whole generation honestly that saw x 
kind of start out as like a regular rapper and then take all these crazy risks on his albums. Yeah, for sure. And that that basically told a whole fucking generation of rap fans and up and coming artists that like you do not need to be in any kind of box at all. You can Literally. completely get signed as a rapper and make a fucking acoustic album and it could be one of the biggest albums of all time. Mm, so many people saw that happen and were just like, oh fuck, like I don't need to be confined. As long as people see you like be, being confident about the shit that you're putting out, they're going to like it because it's like if he if he's confident enough to put it out to like so many people, then it has to be worth the and listen it to. That's what I'm saying. Like, We've seen a lot of people take risks and exactly, then it didn't really like, work. Bro, Cardi, <laughs> the whole lot of red shit, like, yeah, nobody expected him to come out with that shit, but mm. then, like, after people really sat down and listened to it, now he was able to go on a whole tour and sell out arenas because of that shit. So, like, it's really all be, being about, like, confident in what you're doing. Yeah, because uh, to be honest, like, a real legend you can never really be a real legend by mm. just doing whatever the fuck everybody else is doing. You have to take risks. Like, the, the yeah. people who are going to be viewed as legendary are always going to be the people who change the shape of what the fuck is going on in the culture by doing something so different that everything kind of moves because of it. Yeah, that is when you make your own, like, wave. Right. When you make your own legacy type shit. So how did you guys become friends? Um, uh, We met over, like, Instagram and, like, Discord and stuff. It was Instagram. I remember how. It was like, because he dropped this song called Up It. Okay. And I DM'd him, and I was like, Up It is crazy. Yeah, he did. And then he DM'd me back. No, but he didn't, he, no, he liked my message, but he didn't follow back to like the next day. Oh, and you're yeah. sitting there just like, hmm, so he fucks with me, but he don't really fuck with me. I was like, damn, you don't fuck with me, but then he followed me the next day. Right. And it was, and then we had made a couple songs. We had made a song called um, "Fuck the Goofies." Fuck the Goofies, mm. and we got I got that title from um, I think it's in like where's Jay from Missouri? Yeah, he's I, from Missouri. I think um, one of my friends had told me about like this diss track some guy in his city in Missouri had had made, and I was just like. <laughs> I don't know. This song is like loud and mean, so I just want to call it some bullshit. So yeah. we called it "Fuck the Goofy." This is like a fake drill song. Yeah, Type shit. I mean, kinda, it's I just like loud. Like yeah, that's a really loud song. Yeah. You, you were never tempted to be a drill rapper, bro. It literally almost <laughs> broke his speakers. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I've never tried to be a drill rapper. I don't know how. Like, I, I sound stupid on a drill beat. <laughs> like, it's not for me. I've done it a few times, and like, I have a few drill songs, but they're not like. Like the New York City drills are right. like, uh, like you can hop on those beats and have fun with it, but the content, uh, the lyrical content is, is the shit that I feel it like makes you have to have a voice yeah. for it. Yeah, mm, like man. you have to have some different shit because everybody in that like whole scene, like that's how they go up is if you're like good at some different shit. You guys should stick to the scene that you're in because that's yeah, a, that's a scary sure. ass scene, bro. Yeah. They're killing each other. Oh like, yeah, I'm good. not like over, bro. The place that like we're in. It's a good play. Yeah. Like, we just be chilling, bro. They're, you don't really got to indulge yeah. yourself into stuff like that. The, to be. the fans don't have, like, the expectation. Bro, and I feel like the place where, like, the fans are, like, strong. Yeah, for sure. Like they, they're, like, watching you grow. And they, yeah. If they see you from, like, your beginning stages, they're going to stick with you for, like, ever. Right. Facts. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like, at a certain point, we're basically saying the SoundCloud rap is dead. But now there's like a whole new generation but of all these different either. rappers who kind of embody the ideals <laughs> of it, even if it's like a whole new generation. Yeah, like we still use SoundCloud like the same way that like the last, I mean, to, to the outside people, it's like the last generation or right. last wave or whatever. But we still like utilize SoundCloud and stuff. It's really like. It's really important to use SoundCloud in this day and age because it's a free app. You don't have to pay for it. Right. And you can just listen to music that isn't on the radio or that barely anybody's listening to. And, and do you feel like the important part is just that it's that direct connection to your yeah, audience? Yeah, it's like it, it feels crazy like seeing an artist like go from so small to so like that that's like a really rewarding feeling for like the listeners because they're like damn i really stuck it out when people were calling this thing an ass or whatever like right. that that i feel like that's really why the fans connection and like the underground are so crazy like, somehow like waiting two weeks to get the shit on spotify just bro that's what i was saying that's bro that's why i feel like soundcloud it's fine because it's like Bro, it's low key like I don't know how people use Apple Music everything. and shit. <laughs> I don't know how they do it because like 
Yeah. I can't. All my music's on SoundCloud. All of it. Like right. everything I listen to is on SoundCloud. Yeah. I use Apple Music, but SoundCloud is for songs that it, that can't be. On yeah, Apple that music. can't be on there because mm, with all the samples and everything, that's yeah. like the main yeah. thing, right? Yeah, when we just dropped this on that sample. And yeah, like, we couldn't drop it on Apple Music because yeah. that sample. Do you try to upload to Apple Music and it gives you a fucking warning and that. just says Bro, like, no. I don't be feeling like trying that. I don't like talking to people. Like, I don't like having to go back and forth with people. So I'll just be like, all right, bro, I'm, I want to drop this song, so I'm going to drop it on. But I've known a lot of artists who are like that, and then they, like, sign up with TuneCore, and they all Word. of a sudden start getting that streaming check, and then they're like, hmm, so if I put this project on Apple Music and no, shit, I like, can make this amount? No, oh, like, all right. I mean... SoundCloud is like to build your fan base. Yeah. And I feel like you could start putting shit on like Spotify and Apple Music once like you have that fan. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's good to start early like with that Apple Music and Spotify stuff just so like you don't have to re-upload stuff. But but SoundCloud is definitely like where you could build a good foundation of fans at. Definitely. So, yeah. How did you start making connections with all these other rappers and shit you guys um, just met in the dms randomly but like, yeah where, where how was all um, this happening a lot of it had to do on like discord and oh. instagram group chats like that played a really big part of it for like a while but now it's really like moved on to like discord and stuff because that uh kinders more to like the artists and like you're able to work on on stuff Thanks. through like discord um but yeah, like a lot of a lot of the people I've met, I mean now I'm not gonna lie. Now that I've been like traveling more, a lot of the people I've met are, are have been at like shows and festivals. Well, you also blew up during the pandemic where it was like extra hard to socialize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. It was definitely like people knew me, but people didn't like know me mm. because of the fact that we like nobody could travel, nobody could really do anything. And it's not like you're in New York or LA either. You're in Rochester. Yeah, exactly. So the bro, internet I'm is literally like literally like by myself, bro. When I tell you this whole quarantine shit has been so boring, <laughs> but that's a story for another. So you, day. were you just like not even in school for hella long? Or? No, I, bro. During my like online school that I had to do when quarantine like first hit, I wasn't doing shit. Right. And I felt so bad because my mom would have to see that report card like every fucking few months, but I wasn't doing I literally would just like wake up at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon and just start recording. Right. And then not go to sleep till like three PM and then just repeat the cycle for like six months. And my appetite was just like uh, pizza rolls and like Gatorade. <laughs> but in a lot of ways, though, that's like your training yeah, right there. Bro, because otherwise, you would not have bro, all the time in the I world. Didn't, you know? If I sat down and did my work and did all the shit I was supposed to do that year, I would not be in the position that I am right now. Mm-hmm. So at, at the time, it seemed bad. It seemed like, oh, he not about it. But in the end, it, and I'm about to graduate still. Even mm-hmm. though I feel all those classes, I'm still about to graduate this year. Right. What, so it's just what's the attitude like with all the people that you're around back in your hometown and shit though because i'm sure um, like 99 percent of them got nothing going on right i mean it is <laughs> they they live their regular people lives i mean for me i go to school during the weekends and then i'm usually out somewhere else during or i go to school during the weekdays and i'm usually out during the weekends so i go in i just try i try to just move around the school as tech as possible because the the, the middle schoolers and all the the weirdo kids in my school, bro, I'll be trying to move around for them. But <laughs> I, I literally just go there, do, like, the bare minimum of work, and then get out. But are they fascinated with, like, why Why are your songs have a bunch I of mean, plays? And I, people are interviewing you and shit. Yeah, and, like, the, like, when I tell you, when I go home, bro, and this is out, and everybody, <laughs> like, oh, my God. But Shout out to Rochester. Yeah. Nojumper.com. Nojumper.com. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the first week of school, everybody was just like stunned because they're like, I didn't even, I thought he lived in like, like nobody knows I'm from Rochester. Like, even though I say it all the time, like it's still like a new fact when people hear that I'm from Rochester and not like Atlanta or LA or something. Right. But yeah, like the first week of school, there was a lot of pictures. There was a lot of weird shit that went on. I think the first week of school, I had to like slap some kid because he followed me into the bathroom. It was really weird. What, the, what was his plan? 
You got pee on your shoe or something? I really don't know. It was a it was a weird interaction. You ever like, bust that move though when you're at the urinal and you pee on somebody's no. shoe? No. <laughs> what the fuck? I had a homie who told me you did that. I was like, that's the most badass thing I ever heard. Bro, I would get so pissed off. Somebody <laughs> if somebody peed on my, on my shoe, bro, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I'll bro. fight fucking Brock Lesnar if he pees on my <laughs> shoe, bro. I'm gonna be so mad. Nah, literally. I've been seeing pranks like that on YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the most essential YouTube accounts to watch from you guys' perspective? Like to stay up on the culture and just whatnot. reaction channel. Reaction. I'm not gonna lie, I've not been watching YouTube. No? Yeah, no, YouTube like channels like Bro got like gaming, all that shit. The pranks on oh there my, are fucking oh stupid. My God. <laughs> They're so fake, yeah. Bro, they make me like want to become an actor because it's like there's no way they just suck this bad. Yeah. But like they came up off that shit though. Like when I was in like middle school, all them pranks and shit. They 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 was running that. Bro, shit I'm not gonna lie. Now that I think about it, I was so young and I believed oh, yeah. it. it was like, I was I was eating that I shit. Be- up. I really thought lie. it was real, bro. But yes. now looking at it, it's like it's not. Because me as a YouTuber, when I think about it, it's like yeah, I could go film a real prank video if that was my thing. It might take me like all fucking day to get yeah. a couple of good reactions or I could have my friend or my friend's girlfriend or whatever just act freaked out and that would be so Literally. much easier. But those channels really appeal to like young kids. No, yeah, think, because too. they're be naive and they could views. just like... Man, they don't know that shit, so... There's people who make like horror kids... Videos no, for yeah, YouTube, those niggas like, are weird. I'm not going to lie, bro. What do you mean? They like torture bro, like children's like, toys. Bro, and, and the niggas that be doing the 3 a.m. videos, yes. bro. bro they, they just be making shit up, bro. I remember and when be like, niggas will die and they'll just be like oh, yeah. calling them at 3 a.m. It's like, bro. Who the fuck are you calling? That's bro. what I have beef with the biggest dude who did. I think those I know you. Yeah. That did the X video. I think bro. I know who you're because, talking about because when he did the one about X, I was bro, so mad. Literally, I think I commented under that video, but I was tight, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? But he got bro. his whole channel deleted and Good everything. Dude, fuck, yeah. bro. Like, what mm. the fuck, bro? bro? I ain't gonna lie. I started watching. Like, I watched him when I was like. In seventh grade, no. so I did believe it in seventh grade. Like, I love I that you guys it. aren't saying his name, not giving him any yeah. clout. Respect. Yeah, I did bro. believe it, but like now, it's just like, how did I believe that? Like, it's so like nah, nah. Fake, I was never going bro. for that shit. I was always the type of kid that wanted to like depict everything that went on. Like when I was watching a movie, I would be annoying as fuck. I'm gonna be like, that shit's not real. Yeah. Like so, like when it was that YouTube shit, I would pick up on. Now that I shit. feel bad about being that person because I'll be watching a movie not. and I'll be pointing out everything. Like that's not what would really happen <laughs> in real life. <laughs> not yeah. Yeah, but that's probably why I don't watch movies now. Yeah. I don't do I don't do that movie but shit. Do you got like tunnel vision in terms of the I music? Li- yeah, kinda. Like literally, all I all I do like this music shit is literally like my life. Mm. Like this is how I'm living. Like I'm really like really grateful that this is my career path mm. because if it wasn't, I don't know what I would really be doing. Facts. I mean, it really allows you to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, in a way that. Pretty much every other career path, you kind of have to fall in line and be a certain type of person. I never wanted to be, like, old and, like, paying, like, having to be worrying about, like, bills and shit. Mm. Like, that was my biggest concern because I would see, like, my mom and, like, family members have to do that shit, like... Like being like, damn, I have to save up for this shit. Yeah. Like I, I just wanted to be able to like get them out that shit because it's so like sad. Yeah, yeah it is like, sad. It's a sad. It. It's a it, it, like that shit is depressing thinking about it because I it's like, I feel like it's that's not your whole sad. life. You have to just. I feel like it's not sad if it's something you want to do, but yeah, like if he you're, said, if you're, I can't picture myself doing. If anything. your passion is like a doctor, or a lawyer, or some shit, and that's something like you really want to do, then of course go do that shit. But like, for people that have like artistic desires, like Literally. shit that college can't provide for you, it's just like. You really got to be, like, on top of your shit. I, I still, to this day, like, if I go to the grocery store, I'm looking at the employees. Like, I respect the fuck out of it Literally. so much that you could stand here and work Bro. for 10 hours straight. But when I think back to where my mentality was at, Bro. I would have done it anything to Hell avoid nah. that i would have fucking Bro, traffic drugs done all kinds of crazy shit just to not have to stand up and work at the grocery store it just was not it was not happening i would have took all kinds Bro, of crazy yeah. risks i'm so not gonna lie to. i was like this close to getting a job at like <laughs> a convenience store or some shit like that yeah. but i'm happy i didn't because like 
now I can do shit like this mm. during like a school week. Do you think it would have drained you of your Bro, artistic yeah, energy? Hell yeah. Because <laughs> school already did. Like I would come home and not want to record, but I'm like, bro, I I have to. Like right. I like have to. But bro, if I had a job, like I would have to come from school and then go to a job. Mm. Oh nah, I'm not gonna lie, you probably would have seen me go at music. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That shit for the that is what I'm saying. Like for the people that do go and do that shit every day. Right. The biggest respect to you because you able to do what the fuck I can't. Yeah. Because I'm I see my mom wake up in the morning at like six. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Not going for that shit. She's gonna be like, "Why'd you have to say six like that?" I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question for both of you is: When did you really start to feel like your music was connected and like you actually had a son that people were really fucking with, and you were like, "Oh fuck, this this might be really happening." Well, for me, it was antisocial. Mm. Um, it's it was really like quick. Like everything went by fast as fuck because. It was like we we dropped it because it leaked. Like somebody mm. leaked it, and we were just like, "Fuck, we gotta hurry up and drop it." We dropped it, and then in like a week, it just like went up to like a hundred k. And at the time, we're both at like nine k, six k. Like we're nowhere near like averaging a hundred k on a song. Right. But that that day, that time that we posted it, I guess was just like the perfect time. And then boom out of nowhere like a week later it's just a hundred different tiktok trends a hundred different people using the sound and then it's just more and more people getting put onto the song and then it really just became like a a household song like everybody really knew like the song anti-social or at right. least the part that people were like fucking with yeah and so that, like that, that was the point where it kind of became like oh okay now every, yeah. everybody knows about this one little yeah. little thing at least and i'll always be grateful from the tiktok community just because really? they already played like they played such a big part in my career it's and on top of that it's literally like the biggest app ever yeah. so like i i can never be like ungrateful of the of the people that helped push my career to such like a far position because nobody would really expect their song to like go that crazy in a week. Like the ultimate promotional device. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that, that app could take your career to the next level in like a day, just if your shit hits the algorithm. Right. Like, Same question. When do you really start to feel like, oh, this shit is working? Uh, probably like, probably like November. Okay. Cause that's when like I started like gaining like followers, followers. Cause I used to never like gain like followers like bro. I would literally like gain three thousand in like nine months, but now I'm like gaining three thousand in like a month, so right. or like or like bro. Sometimes it just goes up like gradually. Like I don't know, but it just started. But I haven't had that like hit song like he had yet. Right. To like really do it, but I'm going up like at a steady. That's the weird thing about you guys' world, though, is that it feels like the hit songs don't really matter as much as, like, the fans are fans of, like, the whole body of work. Yeah, because, like, of course there's going to be, like, people that have, like, a few songs, not mm -hmm. even a few songs, maybe, like, one song, and then that's it. But, like, when it when it comes down to if if how you're going to go from that, like, yeah. how are you going to keep going from that? And personally, after that song, I dropped a mixtape. And that's been doing really good. Right. And I'm working on my album. So like I, I'm I'm carrying on from that really big spark that I had. There's right. a lot of people that had that big spark and just got comfortable. And then mm. like That's the time when it's the most important that you start working. Exactly. Your ass off, like it, it, it there's there's people that are gonna just take that shit and run with it and then like eventually give it like a year, they're and they're gonna be out of out of bread, but like, you you got to be on top of your shit. You can't take big opportunities and then let it just fold because you got lazy. Right. Okay. So, at what point do you speak to Zach Bia for the first time? Um, I started talking to Zach last summer. Um, it was when I was playing basketball, and I remember he had hit me like he had DM me and was like, "You're hard" or something like that, uh -huh. and I was like. I know who this guy is. Like, I know who he is, but I don't know who he is. Right. Like, it's just, it's like, we I've all seen his name with, before. We with Zach where we're like, okay, yeah. you know, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, yeah, why? He's a I mysterious know who he is, but why man. do I know who he is? Exactly. <laughs> but I just, like, responded. I was like, appreciate it. And he had, he was just, like, talking about me. He was, like, asking me, like, where I'm from and stuff. And I was just letting him know, like, I'm from New York, this, that, and the third. Um, 
And then he had um, talked to me about like his label or whatever, Field Trip. Right. He he's just explaining to me how it works and like who uh, works with him. Um, and then that summer, um, I had signed to them. I signed a Field Trip, and so from there we've just like been working. Like after that, that's when I put out my mixtape and. Uh, it, it it really felt like I was taking um, taking the opportunity I got and putting it to good use because right. like I've never had something performed that well right. besides like that mixtape. So it, like really, it really are they involved with the music or are they really just involved yeah, with like I the mean, marketing and shit or uh, getting it out there? Really, more? I, I'm pretty sure how it works is Field Trip is more like the promotion and planning right. side and then republic records is what okay. does deals with like the money or whatever right so uh i don't really like go in too deep with it like i definitely try to like play my role right uh i have people to like deal with that stuff like i really like just being into like the music because i was gonna say before that it's like when you really think about it, it's like you have to make music and then you have to figure out how to get people to listen to music. Yeah. And those are two such different things that yeah. that's really why you, why yeah. you signed to a label is mm -hmm. because the label is going to be able to because get you out they, there. they just, they know how to do that Way shit better and than they you know, know how to do it yeah. well. And, so and let like, you just focus on I literally, it. like, all I have to focus on is recording the music and making sure it's good. Right. So... That's that, dope. I got, like, a weight lifted off my shoulders with that. Right, definitely. Mm -hmm. Have you, like, been to the the clubs and yeah. stuff. Zach's like super famous I've for been, ruling uh, the clubs uh, out here. I've been to a lot of clubs, but I'm not going to lie. Probably by the time like I'm like 20, 21, I'll probably not go because <laughs> that shit is boring. You think it's boring? It's like, I mean, I can see why it's like fun to like people that drink, mm. but I'll never touch alcohol. So like, You'll never touch it. That shit is not it, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, what turned me, you against alcohol? I, I don't know. I just... Uh, I guess, like, I'm a little kid for this, but, like, I like flavored, like, juice and shit, mm. and that flavor is just not it. I feel you, man. I never really That flavor, really that like smell, it. Yeah. it was just not. You know, you know what's crazy is, like, I read, when I first, like, found out about Zach and when I read an article about him, one of the quotes from somebody about him was, like, everybody who gets into the nightlife business, you know, nightclubs and everything, mm -hmm. everybody gets into it, either gets into it because they're trying to get pussy or because they're drug addicts. Yeah. And Zach is like the Zach one dude like who just neither. realized the business opportunities that would come to him if he really focused Zach's on that. He's a smart guy. Yeah. I, I, I always give it to Zach. He's a smart guy. Yeah, definitely. Anything else stand out that you've kind of learned from watching how he's moving right now? I just know what I really learned is to um, listen, take, take in a lot, and then just know how to apply it to different places like learn being able to learn and listen and just stay quiet and keep to yourself and then being able to use what you learned and use it somewhere else is like that shit's like a life cheat code yeah because that shit will get you places you never thought you'd be at yeah big big part of life is learning your lessons from other people before you have to go through those things you know yeah, like you you, so. you could totally watch some some interviews on youtube and like realize like fuck i don't want to go to prison for 20 years yeah which is way better than going to prison for 20 years and then realizing you don't want to go to prison yeah literally to use an extreme example <laughs> that's <laughs> i'm happy i'm just like out the way with that shit like, right what um so how did the baby Santana relationship start? Um, we originally like didn't like each other. Really? Like we both like mutually just didn't like each other's presence. And I think that's what made us like such close friends is because like we didn't like each other at first. So we ha we know all each other's bad things about each other really? and good things. But um, we started to be friends. I'll say like two years ago. Um, and it was just like on Discord, I guess. Like we used to like play the game together and stuff. And it was it was like three months into us like being actual friends that we decided to make like our first song together. Mm -hmm. And that song's called Surgeon. And then 
from there we decided to make a second song and that's antisocial but mm. we originally planned it to be like a sequel to surgeon right um but it, it didn't even get pushed that way it just ended up like being another song did you just start to think like oh shit our, our sounds work well together kind of like he he rarely mastered that fl studio shit really? so like a lot of the shit like i'm not gonna lie i learned a lot from tana helping me like with like fl studio and shit um so he he and on top of that he's like insanely talented for his age so like it was just like always something i wanted to do because like uh he he was just like the the song that he had sent me for antisocial it was just like some different shit it's like i don't really know how to put it into words but it just proved to me like damn this kid really like is innovative like he's able to come up with some different shit mm. this early and i was and that would that's what kind of like made me want to like build a friendship with him even more because that that kind of inspired me to like go harder at the shit that i'm doing because like i'm only two years older than him but it's still like it made me want to go harder that's one thing that like stood out to me a lot listening to your shit is i'm like it felt like you really challenge yourself on every beat because it would be so easy to just sort of hop on a beat and rap regular mm -hmm. to it, but it's like you're trying to really like fuck with it. And yeah, just rap I, differently I like, on each song. I feel like what definitely does separate like the 2016, 17 wave to like now is like vocality, like being mm -hmm. able to actually like sing in the mic and like not sound Basically. high. Hi, <laughs> like, uh, like not on no like, don't smoke weed type of stuff. But right. like, I'm talking about like actually like showing off what you could do into the mic. Like, like for me, I've done like R and B and stuff like that, and I feel like what's that's what kind of like, and so is he. Like, er, like what what separates us is. Like versatility. You choose to yeah, just like, challenge yourself with that kind of shit yeah. from time to time. Like just, just to like see if I can do it. Mm. See it, see if it sounds nice. Right. But of course, like R and B isn't something like I can see myself consistently doing. But shit like that is just shit you do to like change it up a little bit. Just to like show people you can do different shit. Yeah. Right. Because I've seen comment sections where like. It's just like, oh, he only has one he sound. Only has one but sound. then, and then, as soon as you do some different shit, like R&B, then they have a problem. Then they're like, right. oh the my fuck? god, what like, the fuck is this? Bro. It's like, okay, bro, you can't like please. But like, then to the people um, that get it, it's like they get it. They are like, okay, he can really like, like he change can really it. Do shit. Right, but yeah. that, that that is a weird thing though, because by the time you get around to putting an album out. The way people listen to albums. Yeah. If you have it's ten songs, some different shit. If you have ten songs and you kind of have the same flow on every song, it really stands yeah. out. Of like, ah, oh, fuck, this ain't yeah, it. No. You know, it's always it's always gonna be mixed reviews, especially with like albums, mixtapes, anything, because there's right. some people that like hearing the same shit over and over, and there's some people that like hearing different genres and different attempts to try new shit. Yeah. Um. So. With that, you just got to take it under the chin and keep it moving. 100%. Um, so you yeah. tempted to fuck around like with fucking lean and shit like that? Or Hell it don't no. tempt you at all? Bro, that shit just don't even look like... It don't even look appealing. It bro. don't even like, look like it's like I'm supposed to be fucking doing that. Like it looks like chemicals. <laughs> that shit is scary. But right, it's like... The effect can't be that fine. Like It, like, it can't bro, be that good, bro. Listen, for like people that do that shit... That's them because they get their own like effects off of that shit. Right. But me, I'm I'm perfectly fine being sober and just moving about my fucking business be, because sure. I don't I don't like any of that shit. Yeah. And especially to see how many lives have been lost off of that shit, like it just makes me not even want to like let let people around me do that shit. Yeah, you have to right. force yourself to ignore a lot of stuff. Like not like okay, if, even if it feels good while you're doing it, you have to ignore the fact that you feel like shit the next day for however many hours. You have to ignore the fact that all these 30 and 40 year old rappers that you can point to who are legends in the game, who you have to respect their opinion, 
so many of them went through, you know, a five-year yeah. phase, a 10-year phase, however long, where but they were doing lot pills has, and drinking lean. Yeah. And they now talk about it like it was one of the dumbest things they ever yeah. did. Somebody like Lil Boosie will tell you mm-hmm. it's not a way to live, you know? Yeah. You, that, that shit's old shit. Like, people yeah. just got to put that shit down. Like, the fact that that shit could just take somebody away so fast. Mm, yeah. That's some, enough for me to That not. shit is... I'm yeah. good off of that. If I could die... Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't want to do it if I could die. Respect. You guys got good heads on your shoulders right there. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's crazy. There's been so many rappers over the years where I think about how I met them. And they were like young, energetic, tons of personality. They were just so ready to go hard on the music. And then they really start fucking with the pills and the mm-hmm. lean. And I'll see them six months later. And it's just like a different person. Yeah. It's sad. A lot of it has to do with not get, having good people around you. Mm-hmm. Because they play a really big part into what you get into. So like, I mean, for me, like, I only keep like the same few, like five people around me. Just because I know they know what I do and what I don't do. Right. Um, and then focused. same applies and same applies for them. Like I, I if they get into some shit that I know they don't need to, like I'll let them know. But are you starting to get to that point now where you have a lot of people in your life who you see and they're fucking making bad decisions? I mean, I mean, right now I feel like a lot of that was like earlier in my career because mm. I definitely picked up fast that I had to start like. Separated myself from people I don't need to be like, uh, just cool with. Like I, I don't like they're not doing anything for me or mm. they're not doing any things for themselves. Um, so yeah, it was really early in my career where I like kind of narrowed down who was in my like circle. I guess. Mm. Um, majority of them not being from my city. Like I don't really talk to anybody from like back home. Are you anxious to leave? Yeah. So as soon as you graduate, you're out of there? Bro, I'm not going to lie, bro. This connecting flight bullshit is not it, bro. Bro, I have to take a flight to Atlanta every time. And there's always that chance that you miss that second flight and you just stuck there, bro. I can't wait to move, bro. I can't wait to move. How do your parents feel about the shit that's been happening? I mean, I think my, my, from what they tell me, it's like they're just happy that I don't have to do what they did Mm. to live a normal life like i'm able to just do what i love instead of doing what i have to right so that's they're 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 kind of more just like happy at the fact that i'm doing something they're not like worried about you yeah no No. because i never gave my parents a reason not to like trust me right like they i never really was like a rowdy ass kid i just did what i had to right well, okay, you guys are staying away from drugs and everything, but are you, are you staying away from girls as well? I mean, I don't... Well, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I got a girlfriend. Okay. I can't do anything. That's a very good answer. I have a girlfriend. We all have girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guys. Uh, well, that's no, good enough. I got a girl. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend either, but I do at the same. Ah, right. She'll understand. Yeah. They will understand. <laughs> They'll all understand. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. What What do you? How much music do you guys actually have out together? I don't uh, know. We have like five songs. Five songs. All right. And then we have a couple on release ones. If you were gonna put a project out right now, who would you want on the project? Mm-hmm. And how do you know young bands? <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? Well, he was on the last one, and I just saw that, and I'm like, that's interesting. Young Vince is <laughs> Young Vince is my boy. Oh, like okay. Young Vince has been rocking me for a minute, oh, right, like right. from the beginning, nice. type shit. So when he when he had sent a verse for my album, I was just like, damn, that's crazy, cause like him, like all of the SoundCloud days, it was Young Vince, mm. X Ski, like it was all of them. Yeah. So to to get to get somebody on my album like that was really like special for me. Right. But original would, question. Who yeah. I would run on my album now, it'll probably So how many people are you thinking? Like give me like I'll give number. you five. Okay. Five features. Okay. So this is anybody, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Like, right, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So fuck <laughs> it, right? So boom, right? First would probably be 
Chief Keef. Um, you are a drill rapper. Mm. In development. In development. Once you become Glow Gang, it's over. Yeah, facts. They're going to tell you about Lean, too. <laughs> I'm going to be like, no. Um, but then second, I'll probably have Wes. Nice. And then third, um, Destroy Lonely, if mm. you know who that is. From Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, he's a GOAT. Um, definitely Destroy Lonely. Fifth, or no, that's my third. Fourth. I would want Ski. Ooh, okay. And then mm. fifth, I'll probably Young Nudie. Ooh, I love Young Nudie, man. Yeah, facts. Young Nudie's uh, a goat. I interviewed him back in the day. That would be such a good one to do again. He was so fucking funny. He's a goat. Legend, mm -hmm. man. I still put him on when I'm in a mean mood. Word. Got to. You just really got to shoot somebody. You play you, EA you at any Atlanta function, bro? Mm. <laughs> you gonna see some shit. So you actually spend a good amount of time hanging out in Atlanta? I mean, no. We had a show there like a couple weeks ago, and it was fun. He's from Atlanta, so he kind of oh, like okay. knew the environment more than me. Right. But like, even me being there, I feel like I fit in well with the Atlanta people. I feel like Atlanta is my place. Like, I'm supposed to Facts. be there. Like, if I wasn't born in Rochester, I feel like I would be born in Atlanta. Next time I say you better have dreads and a chain and like a Versace fit. Where? I'm like, <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna lie. The Atlanta niggas dressing though, that shit is crazy. Mm. He's like the only person out of Atlanta that I haven't seen dressed like an Atlanta nigga, but they, they dress like an improper fraction. <laughs> like, it's like. It's like what? they have like <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. I'm they have like less amount of legs. Oh. Like they their pants be like skin tight type shit. Mm. And then they be having big ass shirts and it right. be like what the fuck? So many fake asses in Atlanta too. No. So many like so many GTA here. Okay, yeah, 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 I'm not gonna so lie. Many here, here, bro. Me, like, There's a lot of good places it's to live. OD. <laughs> nah, bro. here is some different shit. Because you go to the places that niggas really have like money, right? You gonna see some shit. Bro, it's like <laughs> everywhere. And like, once you really learn to start spotting the plastic surgery, and then you be you can't even look at girls normal anymore. I look at a girl and I got a whole fucking price <laughs> budget built it up in my head. I'm like, oh she has the, the eyelid thing done too. Oh, <laughs> grocery yeah. shop. Literally, <laughs> you, did all, you did all that to go to Vaughn's. Shit, all right. Literally, amazing. Um, all right, where where do you want them to go? Check your shit out, or, or what do you want to tell um, the people to do? Everywhere, man. Go check me out on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. I have an Apple drop. I have an album dropping soon. Right. He's dropping new music soon, so definitely check SGP West out. Uh -huh. Um, and just be on the lookout, man. Big fifteen hundred shit, man. Big CC shit. You already know. Let's go. Appreciate Just you guys know. coming out, man. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, man. He hit birthday. that shit. <laughs> He just went take A on us. Happy birthday, Ben. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ben. It's actually not his birthday. Oh, it's shit. not his well, birthday. Well, when it is, I said it already. Yeah. Uh, no, no jumper. <laughs> Coolest podcast in the Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that shit. Let's TikTok, Instagram. Like, I comment, subscribe. Hey ben. hey, ben. Hey, Ben. My shit really rocks, Ben. Yes.